everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland podcast. And this is a show where we are breaking down past episodes of the Heartland TV show. And it's so much fun. We are on season 11, episodes four, four, five, and six today. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready to talk about these ones. Yeah, some pretty <laughs> interesting episodes, I would say. Frustrating, uh, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> It started so strong, uh, yeah, season 11, yeah. that yeah. it was We jinxed it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these ones were a little more a little more filler, but they had some good stuff. And uh, we yeah. got to see our friend Lisa Giroux here in these episodes. So that was always good when we see a, a Hallmarky uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Heartland <laughs> in these episodes playing Jen. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it starts out with how to say goodbye. And this episode, we have uh, we get to meet uh, Jen, as we said, and mm-hmm. uh, she is uh, she is Casey's cousin, right? Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. She's Casey's mm-hmm. sister-in-law, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Uh, they have uh she has a little brick uh that mm-hmm. is her uh little boy and he's so cute oh <laughs> my god yeah i was like i hope they have more scenes of like just key <laughs> yeah they were <laughs> really so really cute uh, so in this episode the main plot is we have uh these mongolian horses that are there and uh ty is is asked to help with the mongolian horses since he's been in mongolia and uh and then amy becomes involved and uh, they're trying to get particularly this one horse tilla they're trying to get him in the crate so they Mm -hmm. can transfer him overseas um and uh yeah what do you think overall this episode uh yeah this was probably the strongest one um it felt very heartlandy it felt very much like a really fun case for for amy um and then you had sort of the the continuation of of the lisa kind of storyline that's kind of goes through all of these episodes and then you yeah. had white back so yeah it was a very heartland episode yeah and lisa she uh, is still struggling with her with her with her uh place and with her ranch and uh and she asks jack if she can move in to heartland so it's mm-hmm. a pretty big step yeah yeah for them especially <laughs> yeah i do feel like eventually in order to be a successful marriage don't you think you have to live together yeah you would yeah i mean i understand because like she lives in our place of business um so it was sort of a nice way to sort of tie it together of that sort of not being somewhere that she would probably want to spend her free time um, and live, and considering all of the issues she's having. But yeah, you would think eventually that they would live together. Yeah, I don't know. I would just think, I mean, I guess everybody is different with their mm-hmm. marriage. Yeah, I, I mean, they're very independent. But yeah, you would think... Mm-hmm. And I think Jack's been a lot more open to it than Lisa, but yeah, hopefully they can get on the same page. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so then Wyatt comes over to visit. He's struggling because his dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so uh, he's not really processing it in an effective mm-hmm. way. He's just kind of pretending it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was such a good job from this guy. Like, it's so hard to ask someone to go through sort of the grieving process, but I think on screen, but I think Dempsey's name is the actor, but he's so good in this scene and having Georgie and Amy there who've both, you know, been through it um, really, really, like, helped the storyline of, like, having people talk to him, you know, that went through the same exact same thing as him. Um, It definitely, like, added a lot of um, authenticity, authenticity <laughs> to the scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's good. I like Dempsey Burke is his name, and mm-hmm. I think he and Georgie have a, a lot better chemistry than uh, with Adam. Yeah, yeah, he's got this kind of like nerdy kind of energy about him, which I like. Uh-huh. Um, and it sort of works a little bit more than than Adam because Adam felt a little bit kind of shut off. Whereas this guy is sort of a bit awkward yeah. and, yeah, in more of a fun way. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And uh, like I said, it's fun to have Lisa Rue here as Jen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a ton of Hallmark movies, if people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember but what I've seen her in. Uh, well, particularly she's in a bunch with Nikki DeLoach and Andrew Walker. Uh, uh she just this last season she was in uh t- the most recent time for them to come home for christmas and you know those I ones saw that one. yeah i think the... i gave up with the time to whatever <laughs> with the pronouns I think I watched, watched the thing one i was like yes and enough oh she was in murder she baked that's I think that's what oh yeah in. yeah she's in that uh evidently jen is i'm looking now and she uh makes uh 13 episodes of Ireland, so we're gonna see her. Oh, that's good. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but she, uh, she was in uh, the um, uh, the what's it called? Um, Reunited at Christmas with Nikki Deloach. She was in the Perfect Catch with Nikki Deloach and Andrew Walker. Oh, Perfect Catch, is so good. Yeah, that one's a good one. A Dream of Christmas with Nikki Deloach. Uh, Anyway, oh, the she's... irresistible blueberry farm. I've seen that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. She's really fun. We interviewed her a, a couple of years ago, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I she's nice, nice person. So, anyway, it was nice to see her in this, mm-hmm. and uh, and she is also kind of not really processing, uh, yeah, the loss. Yeah, it well took either. me a, sort of a second to understand like the family dynamics. Like, I didn't realize that she was his stepmom and not his mom. Um, and again, mm-hmm. I was like, "What's her relationship to Casey?" <laughs> like, it just felt like a lot of um, sort of exposition um, at yeah. the beginning of the episode. And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> because we haven't, um, we know sort of the the connection between Wyatt and. Casey but I don't think we'd seen them in any scenes together so yeah it was a bit it kind of threw me for a bit it's it is a little a little confusing to see where she all stands in all of this and yeah you know kind of what her role is going to be uh what 
mm-hmm. in going forward in the um in the story but then we find out more in the next episode she's gonna be working with lou yeah <clears throat> yeah so then we we find out that these horses are a different kind of wild different category of wild <laughs> yeah <laughs> and again i don't know how they do it with these horses make them do yeah. what they need to do without actually like hurting them or you know obviously which they don't this mm-hmm. they they get them you know upset and they get them uh i mean portraying upset at least so convincingly yeah. it's it's um i know i was so impressed yeah and it must be hard with different sort of like different types of horses you know you've got all these different sizes different emotions mm-hmm. different sort of breeding and yeah it must be really difficult so amy discovers that yeah this horse doesn't want to leave his family Mm -hmm. so uh she she gets a blanket uh Mm -hmm. with the smell of uh, his family and Mm -hmm. which is kind of sad really like amy was the only one like i mean it is a little bit cheesy when she talks to the horse like it's a person but i'm also a person that talks to my dog like it's a person uh-huh. so yeah it, it's but yeah <laughs> it was so sad and she was the only one that sort of cared that <laughs> that this poor horse just that wanted his family yeah i'm like oh why can't they just just travel together like travel together yeah. <laughs> yeah put their crates next to each other <laughs> then we also have uh the we have georgie she's uh she's got this competition mm-hmm. uh she's still working to try to jump with flame and there's this double oxer uh jump that she's struggling with yeah yeah, to be fair, like Amy does say she's sort of distracted the whole time. So yeah, it's not surprising. Plus, you know, she's got all the pressure of, you know, it being Val's horse and having to do it under the sort of Val kind of keeping an eye on everything that would make anyone nervous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we have Brick uh, wanders away and they mm-hmm. can't find him. And they're really scared and they end up finding him in the uh lisa and jack end up finding him in the outhouse mm-hmm. that was pretty pretty cute brett brick is really cute yeah adorable like could absolutely give young jk run for his money and cuteness <laughs> yeah <laughs> they did a good they did a good job with that uh so uh jack and lisa they have a fight Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they uh, are just struggling to communicate she mm-hmm. she says nobody wants to hear my dumb problems and he's like that's what family is here for mm-hmm. is to hear when things aren't going well mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's a frustrating relationship because yeah like if they would just communicate then <laughs> it would be much easier it's because like in the last episode you sort of opened up and then sort of immediately shut back down and it's sort of mm-hmm. a bit kind of back and forth um so i wish it was a bit more sort of consistent and i don't like it when they argue so. <laughs> yeah i mean every every relationship has conflict obviously but mm-hmm. the problem i guess with this is that it feels like their relationship is still at that beginning stage when really like it yeah. shouldn't yeah, feel that years. way they've been together yeah. a long time 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they've both been married before. They know what it sort of takes. And I think it is just the fact that they don't live together. Um, whereas sometimes initial, it has felt like one of the times that Luke was being gone, like it did feel like Lisa did live at the house. I mean, she was sort of caring for Katie for such a long period of time. So, yeah, she sort of pops in and out and it's sort of, you sort of forget that she doesn't actually live there. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when their wedding actually was. It was season was nine, it something like that. I mean, it's been a yeah. been a while. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. Plus, they do like time jumps in the show as well. So yeah, it's definitely been a while. Right. Yeah. So, I, you think that they would have figured some of this out sooner? <laughs> as far yeah, as for where. Sure where they're living what's going on but i guess this is the first time that she's ever really been in like financial problems so yeah i think they do a good job of like making her very aware that she's you know rich and privileged and you know she is aware that you know people probably don't want to hear the fact that she's losing houses and you know i think you know later it, it gets pretty um you get kind of more on her side when you realize it's not just land it's you know her family's sort of heritage that she's risking losing so you, you, you sort of feel a bit more for her but yeah I do like that they are aware that she's you know very privileged and you know not a lot of people have got like houses and properties and racing horses and all of these things that they can they can sort of rely on yeah i mean she's got all that but also there's like a burden with all that too yeah very much so she has all these employees and you know these Mm -hmm. people so yeah and uh, we also get a job offer uh for ty to go and help jonah in uh in bc with the wolves yeah (laughs) this is so stupid (laughs) I mean, gosh, I guess Graham Wardle really didn't want to be on the show this yeah, this yeah. era. Yeah, I feel like this is just going to be a thing going forward of him just not wanting to be in the show as much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the reasons for writing him out, it's just, it's really hard. It's really hard when you have sort of the central couple um, of your show and one of the actors just isn't available um the writers it's like well what do you do um and I think they're doing the best they can um because you know one of the things I've always said about and sort of Downton Abbey's in my my mind because I saw the the film but what's one of the things like with Matthew and Mary it's like that was the only way that they could write that storyline out because it makes no sense for that couple to ever break up and that's sort of the same with Amy and Ty like how do you write them out you know for you know half the season <laughs> i don't know i, I still it. didn't like it i didn't like what I they did with like matthew <laughs> no, no i didn't like you like it either but it's like yeah, yeah i mean they, if they had the same thing with when calls the heart yeah. like what do you do yeah. exactly what do you do yeah um, spoiler alert i don't right. yeah, I don't, yeah it's been years <laughs> i think we're good <laughs> yeah i i don't know it's tricky but i actually think this is probably the best way to do it it's just having be yeah. gone rather than like yeah at least he's in the same country this time yeah that's true <laughs> at least that uh so amy is successful with getting tilla to get into the crates 
and so it all works out but then brick uh, he says goodbye to tillin that was very sweet yeah his first words in a way oh yeah he's so cute mm-hmm. and then we get a scene between wyatt and georgie where wyatt says he's really gone uh yeah i mean i don't know this to me was pretty average i would give this one like a seven yeah i'm assuming like 7.5 at most we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast the sweet life by best-selling author suzanne woods fisher is the perfect read to get you ready for the summer season jilted by her fiance don dixon escapes to beautiful cape cod on a groomless honeymoon with her mother but she didn't expect her mother to risk everything on a whim to move there permanently or buy a rundown ice cream shop in need of repair. In order to make their new life work, they'll also need her ex's help so things get messy. Find out more at SuzanneWoodsFisher.com or use the affiliated link below. That's SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. All right, so the next episode is Measuring Up. And Lou is back and uh, she wants to take Katie to uh, Katie and Georgie to New York. And uh, of course that's a problem for Georgie. Uh, And, and then now Lisa and Jack have to deal with living together finally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then also Lou uh, is inter- doing interviews for the diner and that includes Jen but she doesn't know it's Jen at first like she doesn't know who Jen is at first when it's just yeah. interviews and uh, yeah that's basically most of what's going on um, I don't know what do you think of this episode yeah I did not like this episode <laughs> <laughs> oh then there's also the mini horses uh, yeah, yeah but I like that the Caleb stuff was, was so good um, and he's so good with kids um, it was really fun to watch but yeah like the Lewis stuff just drives me crazy it really like so frustrating um, and again I think the writers are sort of in a really difficult spot of having to sort of write one of your main characters out for a lot of the season but yeah it just makes no sense to me like she's doing exactly not exactly but she's doing very similar thing that she criticized Peter for which is yeah put her career before it's even worse by saying saying that it's for her kids um yeah and the fact that she sort of set up all of these businesses leaves for three months comes back and then criticizes everybody for not keeping them up to her standards while running their own things and living their own lives and mad at you know lisa living in the house it's like you're not here (laughs) like yeah and then just uh, you know coming into I felt so bad for Georgie, like, so bad. I mean, she Mm -hmm. just wants... I mean, I I will give the show credit for they were not easy on Lou in this episode. Like, you had Georgie, Jack, and Amy sort of give her some home truths um, in the episodes. So they are aware, but, yeah, it's just such a difficult... I mean, like I said, I I think that she's worse than Peter because Peter at least regularly came home like every weekend, it seemed like pretty much. He had like a regular schedule, whereas she's just gone for these long stretches and then just expects everybody to pick up and exactly where they left off. Yeah. Yeah. And and expects Georgie to just be in New York with her, which she's got to know that that's going to be 
I mean, you don't just train for the Olympics, like half-heartedly and not for a whole yeah. summer. Like you need to, you need yeah, to, it's like a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. She is a frustrating character a lot of the time, to be honest. Yeah. Lewis. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, but Caleb, he buys these Bronx for the rodeo school without talking to Tim, which come on, Caleb, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and they arrive line. and it turns out they're mini horses, which I would think you'd at least have a picture or something like that when you buy it. Yeah. yeah he bought them online. He's totally scammed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I liked when Tim's no room for cute at our rodeo school. <laughs> Yeah, I like when they sort of covered Katie's ears and was talking about how terrible kids are. Yeah, I uh, I felt like this was pretty dangerous, these kids riding these mini horses. Yeah, I mean, I know they had, like, safety things on, but they were still being thrown about like crazy, like, and they were sort of just being sort of picked up by the sort of the neck on these, on these like, um, vests that they were wearing and things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they have the one was... kid that breaks his arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, really, I realize that most of their parents are probably cowboys, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't see most parents say kids up for The insurance would be very high yeah. for the school. Yeah. Then... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then we have you know, Georgie. She says, I used to think Lou needed a life, and now she has one, and I never see her. Yeah, that was so sad. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty much being raised at this point by by Jack and Lisa. Mm-hmm. Name me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the so Tim is still wanting to fire Caleb, and this whole thing with the minis doesn't help that in <laughs> in Tim's. Fa- I mean, in Caleb's favor. But he always seems to do stuff that people like uh, that respond well, except for Tim. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's got uh, a real sort of, you know, can do mm-hmm. attitude. And he's, he's always able to turn things into a positive Caleb. Yeah. And so then we have Lou fighting with Mitch. Uh, <sighs> she's mad at him for saying hi to her. And then he's mad at her because of Peter. And I liked when Mitch says, this might be hard for you to wrap your brain around, but this has nothing to do with you about working with Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because Jack needs help because he's taking care of a lot of, a lot of Lou's, you know, businesses and kids and, you know, Jack needs all the help he can get. (laughs) Yeah, and it really is none of her business. Yeah. It really is. So uh, then Jack, he, he gets, I see he hates memory foam pillows. <laughs> that was funny. I mean, you don't have to, I don't understand why he would need to sleep on the memory foam, foam, foam pillow just because Lisa yeah, has one. Yeah, just switch them out, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just leave her side of the memory foam. But it is funny when, Jack can't handle Lisa's bougie lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's not for the bedtime routine. <laughs> um, and then Lou is bossy with Amy again, like she oh. has been ever since pretty much the like wedding onward. 
yeah plan, trying to plan the wedding for amy trying to plan the 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 birth everything like she's so frustrating i would i would have lost it way sooner than amy does. yeah yeah i like damien's line of like you can't do three months of parenting in three days of like yes baby mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell her <laughs> yeah that's right well and so then we have lou doing these interviews for people at maggie's and oh, can you imagine going to one of these interviews i would just be like yeah no thanks <laughs> I'm like, what is go- what is uh, involved with being a manager at Maggie's? You really need to <laughs> be giving them the Proust survey. <laughs> it feels like, I mean, so she says, first question: If you could have dinner with any three people, living or dead, who would they be? I'm not sure why that is important in your managerial skills, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, it's not fair as well of like someone going in and having all of their. <laughs> And mindful of you know stuff that you would actually need to know for a, a job interview, yeah. and then sort of that being sprung on you of like <laughs> <laughs> you have a three an easy three that you would say i would say uh jesus i would say uh, uh abraham lincoln uh, i had one and then now i've forgotten <laughs> my third one <laughs> but uh but maybe my grandpa Oh, I love so much. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't see how that question's very relevant to. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Well, Disney, <laughs> that's the other one that I was going to say. Oh, that's, that's a it. good one. Yeah, that, yeah, I'll pick that one. Um, what Disney? Um, Carrie Fisher, because I never got to meet her. Um, make it a double with Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> oh, there you go. So oh, that would, be, that would be good. All right. Yeah. What color best describes your management style? <laughs> I don't understand that question. Yeah. And then she asks a tree. What's the tree that best describes your management style? <laughs> Christmas tree. That's what I <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Jen is late. And so Lou basically dismisses her, won't give her a, a shot and doesn't realize that she's connected with the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, we have um, uh, Jack talking to Lou. He says, you are losing sight of what's important here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all your daughters need is their mother, which yeah. of course. This is, yeah. yeah, that was kind of brutal from Jack. You, you don't mm-hmm. really see him sort of stand up to Lou in that sort of way. But yeah, like... It's, it's getting beyond the joke now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting in this episode, you do have Amy being a little bit of flaky for her, mm-hmm. at least. She agrees to help Caleb. She doesn't really kind of want to because she's so busy, but she agrees nevertheless, and then she ends up missing it because... Yeah. Yeah, and it's unfair as well because, you know, Ty's not around now, so she's forced mm-hmm. to sort of be single mom again um and that's not fair on her but again it's the only way that they can sort of not have tie around yeah um but yeah it's it's you know not a fair situation for Amy of like rebuilding your business after you know her pregnancy and then you know having well, to be especially, a mom as well well and especially when Lou's being so judgy of her yeah exactly mm-hmm 
yeah, and it feels like Blue's just not been there, like, since the baby's been born, <laughs> like, at all. Right. And then they have dinner, and Jen is there, and so Lou's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and Georgie, she says, you might as well hire a new mom while you're at it. Oh. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Burn. Yeah, big thing. Uh, and so we have some conflict between Lisa and Jack. Lisa moves his fishing stuff without asking. Nope. And, uh, and then she says you're all you're doing is picking at me which i think is probably accurate but yeah probably not a good idea to move his fishing stuff <laughs> yeah yeah because it got all like it tangled be, yeah i feel like it would absolutely be fine if she said asked him can i move this and then he would have moved it but yeah doing it herself and just stuffing it all into a box to the point where he probably is going to have to throw all of that out <laughs> mm-hmm yeah so i can understand why yeah i mean yeah. it's just i mean i think frankly it would be hard for me if i do meet somebody or to get married like i've been living by myself for so mm-hmm. long it it would be challenging and all of a sudden dealing with another person yeah yeah for sure like i'm i'm the same i'm very set in my ways um i've got my routines and yeah i don't like yeah it would be really difficult <laughs> to sort of readjust all of that yeah um especially at the age of like you know they're older than us they're like and jack's you know he's never lived anywhere else so that makes it even more difficult mm-hmm. and then the episode ends with we got some more georgie and wyatt flirting which mm-hmm. is always fun yeah. And Lou apologizes to Jen, asks for a new interview. And then she also tells Mitch, I'm not over you. and was hoping you're not over me. And then they kiss. Yeah, this was such a beautiful scene, though, that was ruined by, like, Lou's behavior in the episode. Like, like just separating this scene, it's one of the most beautiful scenes that they've ever done. But I was so mad at Lou at this point, I couldn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a... A very beautiful scene and i did they have okay chemistry i think mm-hmm. her and kevin mcgarry yeah yeah i think they've just been so on and off it's hard to sort of because the chemistry was so good at the beginning like so good. it's one of the best sort of um meet cutes and well mm-hmm. sort of post that first awful date um you know that, that first sort of few months um was great but yeah it's just been so off and on and the sort of chemistry's sort of been affected a little bit. Like, does she, uh, she ask, uh, ask Mitch what his color and his management style is? <laughs> I wonder. Oh, good. Uh-huh. Your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. This one, I, I'd probably give this one a seven as well. Mm. 6.5. 0.5. <laughs> so down on this one but i don't know why i was in such a bad mood this morning as well like all of my shows on the cw got cancelled oh um, yeah i watched i watched this episode and i was just so mad <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know that's frustrating because in that case it's probably not even the uh the fault of the shows it's no the no. whatever's going on it's... with all with the sale of the network and everything mm-hmm. yeah and that sucks when something when it's not even the fault of the show or the fan base 
No. I, I'm waiting to, for them to announce that Naomi was, was canceled. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was yeah. a very good little show. But Yeah, I think the only thing I'll see of it is not Eva DuVernay's sort of been connected to it. Um, but it might go to HBO Max. We don't know. But yeah, it's, it's sort of the next one on the next one on the chopping block, I think. Yeah, it would not surprise me at all. <laughs> but and I and I it was really the first of I haven't watched any of those uh those superhero shows on CW, but my friends told me that this was a good one. And so Yeah. And it's hard because once a show has a bunch of seasons like Heartland, it's kind of hard to decide am I gonna dive into it? Uh yeah, usually you sort of for me I always wait until they've got the back half of the season before I jump in mm-hmm. um you know for me one of my favorite shows right now is Hawaii um NCIS Hawaii oh. um so good it's so fun um and Tori mm-hmm. Anderson is in it so if you want like a oh yeah what to see one of your hallmarkies in something she's so good um she's like one of the recurring characters um but yeah I would just everybody's like it's so good it's so good and I was like yeah I'll wait until it's got a full season before I like jump in but yeah now it's like you can't even you can't even jump in four seasons because you're not sure what's going to happen if things are going to get an end it's not fair yeah yeah it's just there's just too many shows that is it's just a problem there's Mm -hmm. too many shows nobody can watch them all and uh, i don't know anyway so let's talk about the (laughs) episode (laughs) six Let's talk about Strange Bedfellows. And in this one, we have Lisa. Uh, she wants Amy to work with this racehorse that she has named Flyer. And mm-hmm. it turns out that this is not the original uh, Flyer. This is a clone, which totally weirded me out. Yeah, me too. Like, I did not know this was a thing. <laughs> like, obviously, like, I've seen things in the news of the- you know, Scotland had one of the first cloned animals, like cloned a sheep. Um, when I was like young, and it sort of freaked me out when I saw that in the news. But yeah, like I had no idea there was like race horses that were clones. Like I would think that would be like a, you know, like Amy sort of said, very sort of questionable and I don't know, like even legally, like that's really really strange. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like that would be very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, maybe uh, this. Well, she's running out of money of, like, yeah. these horses just are so expensive. I don't know. I mean, I just, it's just weird. It wears me out. Yeah, me so too. I, you know, Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so weird. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I love my dog, but yeah, I would not have a clone that would freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have we start out. Uh, Ty is still gone. He's saving the wolves, and and then Lou and Mitch are uh, making out, <laughs> and Amy's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> so that was kind of funny. <laughs> And uh, then uh, we find out that Wyatt, uh, he may have to go and do summer school. Uh, So Georgie decides that uh, he should have Adam be his tutor. 
mm-hmm. and they end up becoming like BFFs, <laughs> which was fun. Would yeah. make me laugh. And uh, yeah, I that was always my worst subject in school was math. Yeah, me too. Like even now, it's a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. It's like a different language to me. And yeah. granted, a lot of the stuff that we're sort of forced to learn in school, like I've never used it. Yeah, I've never had to use it like at any point in my life. But yeah, even now, it's it's such a hard thing. Yeah, I mean, um, I never did any like calculus or anything like that, and mm-hmm. I've never uh, struggled because I didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> know those things. Uh, but yeah and our math department in my high school was abysmal we had one teacher in particular who was a total lemon everyone knew he was a lemon um, and he uh, he would just write pro- problems on the board and mm-hmm. then basically have like the kids uh, the smart kids solve them and that was it that was his teacher <laughs> He would tell us that yeah. the only reason he was a teacher was so he could be a coach. He was, he was, I forget all the things he coached, but uh, it's just ridiculous. The worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was sort of similar in that he was definitely like gave the vibe of didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. was sort of done, he was older, didn't want to be a teacher anymore. Um, and you would sort of struggle with the problem. Um, and you sort of would ask for help he would come over and he would literally just do it without explaining anything <laughs> like this is how I'm doing it you just write it out like solve the problem and then walk away and you're like that does nothing for me <laughs> like that that teaches me nothing yeah so I mean no wonder I hated math and mm-hmm. <laughs> teachers like that who who don't even care, care. they don't even yeah. take the time mm-hmm. and maybe it would have helped if I had a tutor in it like Adam I don't know <laughs> Yeah, he seems to be like the the, the sort of magical math t- uh, tutor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I kind of liked their little bromance. It was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I liked it sort of um, Georgie's sort of slow sort of realization that she likes Wyatt. It was really cute as well. Um, but yeah, I like that, you know, Wyatt is making more friends. Yeah. So Jen decides to throw this party Uh, at Maggie's and Mm -hmm. I kind of am a little bit over us having parties for Lou how many times have we seriously had a party celebrating how great Lou is yeah Lou and all of yeah we've had so many with her winning awards and her uh and I'm just like why don't we have a party for Amy we (laughs) aside from her baby shower we've had like no parties yeah great Amy is yeah yeah, and she's fixed. She's like magically fixed so many horses. Like one of the owners yeah. should have thrown her a party by now. Um, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this was more just Jen sort of proving that she was going to be, you know, that she could handle everything. But yeah, it was a bit much of like Lou's not been around for months. She's came back. Let's give her a big party to send her off again for a Maggie's that none of us will ever see. Or yeah. And the whole idea of Maggie's being a franchise is bonkers. So it makes no sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. It's literally just a diner. Yeah. <laughs> With no signature dishes or anything of like uniqueness about it. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. In fact, I mean, everything unique about it is the fact that it's in Harlem. So. Yeah, at best you could come up with something like Denny's, you know, kind yeah. of a thing, or Village Inn, that kind yeah, of a we, place. Yeah, but we got um, a Denny's over here like a few years ago, um, and it just is not the same. It's not the same at all. <laughs> but also, I mean, I would think that if I was starting up a franchise, the last place that I would start is Times Square, New York, New York City. Yeah. I I would probably get like a really solid base and yeah talk uh, about starting big like <laughs> yeah you'd want to start in like canada and then expand and then once you're through canada then you then you do like a smaller city in the united states mm-hmm. like salt lake or or uh you know mm-hmm. cleveland or someplace like that the last yeah. place i mean there's nothing more risky than new york city <laughs> not for louis you know so <laughs> I guess, but they are not for Lou. She's crushing it, evidently. And, and then we also have problems with Lisa uh, and she can't uh, find somebody to sell the hat, to sell her house to in France. I guess I thought she was renting it. Yeah, it's the, the renters that have sort of pulled out. And, uh, so. and then so she's wanting to sell Flyer uh, mm-hmm. and uh, she if he can't uh, make this race, then uh, she'll have to auction him. Um, That's when they figure out that he's a clone. And uh, again, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, And I like that, you know, Amy sort of has sort of, you know, very sort of, you know, all about the horses, you know, it was very clear that she sort of, where she stood morally and she never sort of moved from that despite the fact that she ended up helping Lisa. Um, she kept it all about the horse, which I like. But it was really cute, Flyer and the goat. Yeah, he needs a little buddy. Like, it was cute. Yeah, that was it's that thing of people that get dogs for their dogs. Mm-hmm. And so then, the, the yeah, the buyer, he's like, sorry, you got to buy the goat too. <laughs> I guess I'm buying a goat. <laughs> that was cute. And uh, I liked Jack in this episode. He was pretty strong. He starts out, he's ba- babysitting Lindy, Katie, and Brick. And yeah. that was cute. Yeah, yeah. I didn't love the fact that he sort of spilled the beans on Lisa's secret, but yeah. He's doing his best. He's oh, got a lot yeah. on his plate. <laughs> yeah, well, so Lisa obviously tells him about different things that she's struggling, but He's trying to talk to Amy mm-hmm. to Convince uh, her, yeah. get him to get her to help. Uh, mm-hmm. But, and so he spills the beans, as you said, and, and then Lisa gets mad at him for telling Amy and mm-hmm. uh, it's tough. I mean, I, I, it is, I guess he should have kept that confidence since she mm-hmm. asked him to, but yeah. it is kind of a hard situation because he needs to convince Amy to help with the horse yeah uh, like yeah it's it's difficult from all sides and i didn't even really think about the idea of like if that gets out public then that's really going to hurt lisa like if nobody's going to help a feeling business um yeah so it would just make her life more more difficult yeah so 
Mitch says that uh, he can't do this relationship with Lou and he can't move to New York. And Mm -hmm. he says, you're not going to be around here and I'd never be happy there. And then he he says, you have to decide what's important to you. Yeah, yeah, this was good of like, so ridiculous that (laughs) Lou didn't make it clear to Mitch that if they were going to go forward, that it would be long distance. It felt a little bit like he was being kept in the dark on that. And maybe he's at fault a little bit as well of not, you know, questioning, you know, what's happening with the with the franchise, you know, how long are you going to be gone? When are you going to be gone? Like, yeah, the fact that she's just going to be gone all summer while starting a relationship, you know, understandably much sort of backs out. Yeah, and... I mean, she's just not being very thoughtful of of mm-hmm. the people in her life. Uh, she just expects yeah. everybody to just pick up and do whatever works for her. And it's it's it just feels so hypocritical because uh, you think about her being so upset about Dubai, uh, yeah. That or uh, or when uh, Peter uh, was you know living in Vancouver and like I said he was at least coming. It seemed like pretty much every weekend yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know it's weird yeah. yeah it's it's it sort of makes you sort of see peter in a whole different light <laughs> right yeah i know he's getting major parenting awards he's coming <laughs> coming to take care of georgie when she has to meet with charlie charles yeah in our favorite episode um so then we have wyatt he passed the retest so it's very exciting and uh, and then Amy wins the horse race because of course mm-hmm. she does. She's amazing at anything with horses. Yeah, she's-, <laughs> she's a champion jockey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jack cooks for Lisa and says, "I'm in your corner." That was cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, that's basically. I think we covered pretty much everything in the episode. Yeah. Uh, it was all right. This one was okay. I would also, I think, give it a seven. I feel about the same in all these three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's say seven. Like, yeah, I was down on the second one, but yeah, this one is sort of on par with, with the previous episode. Yeah. So, and I guess they have mojitos at the party. So. <laughs> yeah, Jen's killing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'll, I feel like the, the folks at Maggie's are probably more like beer people than mojitos but hey whatever works i guess (laughs) (laughs) well let us know what you think of these three episodes we'd love to hear your thoughts and tell us what is your the color of your management style (laughs) (laughs) in the comment section or twitter we'd love to hear your thoughts and michelle where can people find you um on twitter at michelle r benson Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ryan Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. Five stars it helps us so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that. We also have our patron group and merch store. The merch store has Heartland Spine merch. So definitely. Definitely take a look at that. 
And thanks again. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.